Considering a theme, I know our general theme is Christmas, and I was inspired by a message I heard a couple Sundays ago by Brother Josh Good on the four songs of Christmas that are found in the first two chapters of Luke. And the first one is a song of praise by Mary. The second one is a song of pardon by Zacharias. Third, a song of peace that the angels sing the shepherds, and then finally, a song of promise from Simeon. And I'll introduce those when we get to the, the section of the service, and then we'll sing several songs based on the, that theme. I do plan to take selections for a period later on, and to, I had, they had told me I could get some special music together. That didn't work out. So I thought we would have the men come up and sing uh, From Lands of the East. It's in the hymns of the church, which is why we have about 50 songbooks here. So the men can be prepared to do that. And then we will close with the Hallelujah Chorus, where anybody who wants to help with that can come up and use the hymns of the church for that as well. So that's the order of the service. The first three songs I have here are songs of praise. So, and this is Mary's song, it's called the Magnificat. So first the angel appeared to her, of course, and told her that she was highly favored to God and was chosen to be the mother of Jesus. Then Elizabeth, later on in the passage, was, was filled with the Holy Ghost, and, and she told Mary that because she had believed that she was blessed and that, that these things were going to happen, and that's when Mary broke into this song. And she, I'll just re read the first couple of phrases from her song. We won't get into it all, but she says, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. She had an attitude of praise she, and rejoicing. If you read further, she was very humble. She had humility. So, let's sing some songs of praise, starting with Angels We Have Heard on High, 119, in the, in the Zion's Praises. And I will be omitting a good many verses so we can get through some more songs this evening and leaving out some of the ones that may, well, every song has a little bit of different flavors of the, the theme. So some have, are of praise and some are of promise and some are of pardon and so on. But so I, I may omit verses as we go. Um, 119. 
Let's sing verses 1 and 4 on this one. Angels sing 128. Let's sing the first and last. 128. Oh, 
117. One hundred seventeen, glory be to God. Good evening to each one this evening. What a blessing it is to be here to sing praises to our God. 
who is worthy of our praise. It's been a blessing being here so far. <clears throat> when Brother Luke called me back quite a while ago, or talked to me, and asked me if I could share a devotional this evening, Christmas Eve, at a song service, my mind go, went right away to the shepherds, sorry, the angels, and them singing praises to God, and we just sang about that. So I invite you to, if you care to, turn to those verses in Luke 2. And I was only going to read two of the verses there, 13 and 14, <clears throat> but I thought maybe I would actually read verses 9 through 14, and then um, kind of focusing on the angels, they say, glory to God. So they're praising, it says they were praising God as they shared this news with the shepherds. So I want us to think about that, and then we will look at some other references that refer to praising God. And the focus of our devotion partly is on this thought of praise to God, just like what we have been doing. And a definition of praise is the expression of gratitude for personal favors conferred, which is things that are given or imparted to us. So are we expressing gratitude in our singing? I think we are. Luke 2, beginning at verse 9. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And I can only imagine what was going through these shepherds' mind that night. They had never experienced something like this. I have never experienced anything like this, but I have already just been out in a, on a night, and you see different things in the sky, and I remember seeing what I believe is called the Starlink of satellites going across. And it's kind of strange when you see that, but that was nothing compared to what these shepherds saw. The glory of the Lord shining around them, how wonderful that must have been, but at the same time frightening. And so I can believe that they were fearful. But what did the angel say? And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And what good news, the best news they had ever heard and that we have ever heard of. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So these angels were praising God as they were sharing this good news with the shepherds. <clears throat> Turn with me, if you care to, to Revelation 4. Here we have another account of praise and honor and worship given to God. I'm going to read all the verses here in Revelation 4. <clears throat> After this I look, here's what John was seeing, and behold a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet 
talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices that were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast was a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are, and were created. <clears throat> I don't have a whole lot of comment on these verses, but I think we can see clearly what happens when one is in the presence of God. There is just a natural desire and understanding that he deserves to be praised, he deserves to be worshipped. And that's what we see here. And it says that these beasts, how often do they say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty? But it says that they, um, day and night, sorry, I'm not even seeing, um, verse 8, um, they rest not day and night, saying, holy, holy, holy. They continue to say that. And then as they are expressing that to God, these four and twenty elders bow down and worship, saying that he is worthy. So if that's what their response is, as they are in the presence of God, what should our response be? So we see the angels, it says they were praising God as they came and told the good news. Here we see these beasts and the four and twenty elders are worshiping God, what should we be doing? Hebrews 13, 15 and 16, two verses here that I think sum it up to some extent, or at least um, are some words of advice for us. I want to read it from the New King James Version. Hebrews 13, 15 and 16, Therefore by him... Jesus, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. So we too are to continually offer praise.
praise to God. And then it goes on to define what that is. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Verse 16, but do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So we have some things listed here as we realize that we too need to praise, honor, worship God. We should offer a sacrifice of praise to him, and we do that in song. We can do that in many different ways, thanking him for what he has done for the gift of his son. But it goes on to say, don't only do that, but at the same time, don't forget to do good and to share. Because with these sacrifices, God is well pleased. You know, it's pretty easy to do good and to share when we have much to share. But at times, maybe we feel like we don't have much. Or maybe we can give money. But how about time? You know, maybe we feel like our week's already pretty full and someone needs a little bit of our time. How easy is it to share then? Here it says that it needs to be a sacrifice, this sharing and this good that we do, along with a sacrifice of praise. So if we just give out of our abundance or extra that we have, is that a sacrifice? The word sacrifice implies a giving up of something that was our own and a dedication of it to the Lord. So if we are going to offer a sacrifice of praise, we need to give up something of ourselves to offer that sacrifice to God. And as we are to do good and to share with others, that needs to be sacrificial as well. Now, as I thought about this, I thought it kind of made a full circle back around to those first verses that we looked at. As we think about praising God, doing a, a, a sacrifice of, of praise, and then also um, doing good to all men. What did those angels talk about in Luke 2? Should have held my spot here. It says, um, they were praising multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace good will toward men and ultimately that peace comes from God what he has done in our hearts so that we can have good will toward others when men become reconciled to God through the death of his son they love others. They also have peace with God. So this, these angels talked about peace on earth. So we can experience peace even here on earth when we are reconciled with God, when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. We can have peace in our conscience. We can have peace with our neighbors. And then good will dwells among us. Let us remember to offer 
a sacrifice of praise and to do good and to share. One more verse I have here in my notes from Proverbs 16, 7. It says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. So as we go throughout this Christmas season, as we go throughout um, our lives, may we remember to offer the sacrifice of praise and to do good to all men. Let's stand for prayer. Our kind, loving Heavenly Father, we praise you because you are worthy of our worship and of our praise. Dear Lord, we thank you for the love that you have shown to us in sending your Son to this earth. And dear Lord, we want to offer our sacrifice of praise to you here this evening and throughout every day of our lives. As the verse says, continually offering that. Dear Lord, at times it's easy to get distracted and we just desire to continually offer our praise to you. And dear Lord, we ask that you would help us to do good to all men each and every day, to take time for those that need time, and to help however you would have us to. Dear Lord, we also pray that you will just continue to be with us in this service. May our praise be one that is pleasing to you. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Sing one, three, and four on this one.
back in the Zion's praises. Number 98, wonderful birth to a major he came. Let's sing verses 1 and 3. Okay, next is the Song of the Angels, and we already heard a bit about that. The main focus I want to bring out there is actually re-emphasizing what Kevin already brought out, that the angels proclaimed peace and good tidings and goodwill to men on earth. Jesus came to bring peace and to restore our relationship with him, with God, so that we can have goodwill toward each other. Let's sing 120 in the Zion's praises. Actually, let's go to 129. And not surprisingly, it's angels singing here in this song. Fear not, fear not. Sing verses 1 and 3. Oh! 
back to the church hymnal, number 101. One hundred and one. It came upon the midnight, and let's sing one, three, and four. Okay, I'm going to open up for at least a couple selections. What do you have from either book? Number seven in the Zion's praises.
105. Let's sing the chorus only after the first and the last verse. Actually, after verses two and four. Ten. And I think this will be the last selection. Verses one and three. <coughs> 
invite the men up here.
back to the Zion's praise. Star of the East, uh, 118. Let's stand. I should have given you a chance to stand earlier. Star of the East. Okay, you may be seated. And anyone that wants to help with the Hallelujah course may come back up. Or come up if you haven't been up already. Hallelujah. 